Now, would you grab your Bibles and stand, and don't let that frighten you. I'm not a long-winded preacher, but I do have a message that God wanted you to have on your 25th anniversary. I have a message about where God is about to take you. Does anybody want to know that? Does anybody want to know where you're about to, what you're about to see and where you're about to walk and what Salem is about to receive? Do you want to see that? Acts chapter 2 and verse 14. Acts chapter 2 and verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, saying, And it will come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. I want to just probably until the caters knock on the door, I want to share with you what the Lord, I believe, has given to me to tell you what is next. What's next? We've talked about what has happened. And we've been sharing gloriously and celebrating about the past 25 years. But what next? What next? Lord, we're so thankful for Your presence in our lives. We're so thankful for the testimonies You have given us. But Lord, we know You have given us a glorious promise for what You're going to do beyond all that we've seen and heard and witnessed and experienced. There is a great outpouring of Your Spirit that we're looking to, God, and we're trusting You for. Give us a word. Speak into our hearts right now. In the precious and powerful name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Everybody say, what next? You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Can I say to you that there is nothing God wants more than to see men, women, and children saved. In fact, He wanted us to believe that so much that He gave us a glorious promise that more people would be saved in these last days than any other time in the history of this earth. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. And as I speak, our world is seeing the greatest outpouring of the Holy Ghost that this world has ever witnessed. Tens of thousands of people every day are being filled with the Holy Ghost, evidenced by speaking in other tongues. What God is doing today far eclipses anything that has happened in any other period of time since God has had a church on this earth. I experienced the infilling of the Holy Ghost 45 years ago when I was just 10 years of age. Back then in many circles, speaking in tongues was thought to be of the devil. As a child riding on a school bus, I can remember when the kids found out I was Pentecostal, they had names for me. They'd start calling me names like Holy Roller and other things that I may not want to mention in the pulpit. But we seemed to be the rejected stepchild of the religious world. We were weird. We were strange because no one else spoke in tongues and nobody talked about the supernatural. Nobody talked about the miraculous. 
Nobody else was standing on the promise of the greatest outpouring, amen, that we were believing God for, spoken in Joel chapter 2 and Acts chapter 2. But something has shifted in the spirit world. Just a few years ago, our churches across the United States began to see unprecedented growth and miracles where great revivals used to consist of a week or two or three weeks and you would see maybe ten or a dozen people receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now churches are seeing twenty, forty, fifty people filled with the Holy Ghost in just one service. Here are just a few reports that I've gathered that have taken place recently. Tampa, Florida in one service had 22 receive the Holy Ghost. In Belgium, there was a service there, just one service in an apostolic church, 10 received the Holy Ghost. Washington, D.C., 22 filled with the Holy Ghost. Ghana, Africa in a service, 36 filled with the Holy Ghost. In Pakistan, where they say you cannot even have an apostolic church, 155 people, amen, born again, filled with the Spirit of the Lord, speaking in that heavenly language. New York City, 44 in their district conference on Friday night, 44 received the Holy Ghost. Hong Kong, China, 20, filled with the Holy Ghost. Quebec, Canada, 43, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. Kentucky, the Pentecostal church in Kentucky, decided to get everybody together. They all came to one location, put up a tent, and after the night was over, 83 people, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. The Fiji Islands, those islanders got together believing God and after the service was over, 108 spoke in tongues for the very first time. In Cambodia, 408 men, women and children filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm not talking about over the last 25 years. I'm talking about just recently. North Carolina Crusades, they decided we're going to start churches. We're going to have revival. We're going to start witnessing. And when that crusade was over, 502 people in North Carolina spoke in tongues and received the Holy Ghost who had never experienced the baptism of the Spirit of the Lord. Salem, Oregon my, my evangelist friend Mark Draw said you won't believe what just happened we began to text on the phone and in Oregon the churches in Oregon there aren't many apostolic churches but they decided the handful of churches would come together and get a convention center invite every person that needed the Holy Ghost to come that night about a thousand to eleven hundred people gathered from all over the state of Oregon into this one convention center in Salem and by the night's end after the altar call was given, over 600 men, women, and children in that one service were filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in that heavenly language. Praise God. In Bangladesh, 800 were baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. Just three weeks ago in Veracruz, Mexico, 1,033 men, women, and children filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized with His Spirit. In Nicaragua, Central America this year, 2,396 filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. Praise God. 
And just one year ago, I know you have heard it multiple times, amen, but in the Philippines, in that one service that our pastor preached, 5,000 received the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues for the very first time. Ladies and gentlemen, something is happening in our world that is unprecedented, that has not happened in the history of this earth. God is pouring out His Spirit in an unprecedented measure because He made you a promise that in the last days I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. Somebody shout, what next? This is bigger though than just what happens in the church called God's church. A reporter with the Boston Globe named Larry Ty. He published an article entitled Tongues of Fire. And this is what he said. The Boston Globe, did I say the Boston Globe? One of the most liberal newspapers in America. This is what he said. Almost unnoticed, a religious revolution is taking place called Pentecostalism. He said the faith defined by speaking in tongues and spiritual healing is growing at a rate of 50,000 believers a day, faster than any other religion on earth. That's not a Pentecostal preacher. That's a secular journalist with the Boston Globe. Mr. Ty said, he asked this question. He says, why has Pentecostalism grown so rapidly? And he answers his own question, and I quote, start with the energy level of the service. Worshippers almost never sit down and never, be, never are still, nor keep quiet. Choir members are equally ecstatic, singing like they mean it. Imagine that. The performance is a mix. Now, this is a guy who doesn't have apostolic background, so he's trying to give us a perspective from what he sees. He said the performance... We know it's not a performance except unto the Lord. A performance is a mix of jazz and rock and roll. <laughs> Animated enough to make the rafters shake and worshipers dance. Praise God. He's, a, he's pretty close. He said the preaching is high-pitched <laughs> and personal. And the Holy Spirit plays a more important role in a Pentecostal service than any I have been in. And it's seen as power that touches and empowers believers' lives. People reach out and ask God to be filled with the Spirit. And they expect it to happen. That's a liberal journalist telling us what we already know about what God does when we get together believing in the power of His Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me give you a quote from the London Observer by Martin Rowe. He says, a primitive Pentecostalism is breaking out in sophisticated Anglican churches throughout Britain. Tens of thousands of British churchgoers are experiencing a wave of ecstatic spiritual activity, of lively worship and speaking in tongues. Ladies and gentlemen, Pentecost is sweeping our world. 
on foreign soil. There are so many Baptist converts going over to Pentecostal churches and receiving the Holy Ghost evidence by speaking in other tongues that the Baptist missionaries began to go check out the phenomenon and they started themselves receiving the infilling of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. That's why at their national convention two years ago on May the 13th, the Southern Baptist Convention reversed their foundational policy against speaking in tongues. And now for the first time, the Southern Baptist Church has embraced this tongue-talking experience. He said in the last days, he said it doesn't matter if you're Baptist, Presbyterian, Methodist, Episcopalian. It doesn't matter if you're Catholic. It doesn't matter if you're Muslim. He said if you have flesh, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon you. Somebody shout what next? I'm not finished giving you a little bit from what the world's saying about you. According to Zenit, international news agency in Rome, they report that in Brazil, there is such an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Hundreds of thousands of people are speaking in other tongues. That's instead of fighting it, what they have done, the Catholic bishops have welcomed it into their masses. And now the Catholic bishops have begun to experience the Holy Ghost infilling in their own lives. And now... In many Catholic masses in Brazil, you will find that they began to anoint people with oil. Pray over people for healing. The gifts of the Spirit are operating in the Catholic Church. And people are receiving the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. Praise God. I don't know if this name is familiar to you, Justin Welby. If you're Episcopal, it is familiar. He is the Episcopal Archbishop of Canterbury. Recently, he shared his testimony with the London Telegraph. Welby said his own personal conversion experience occurred on October 12, 1975. He said, we were praying. Uh, I was praying with a Christian friend in a college dorm room. He said, up until that point, I vaguely assumed there was a God, but didn't believe it and wasn't interested at all. He explained that in the midst of that dorm room prayer meeting, he felt a clear, and I quote, a clear sense of something changing, the presence of something that had not been there before in his life. And he said, I began to speak in a language I did not know, a language which was given to me by God. Did I tell you this is the Archbishop of Canterbury, an Episcopal leader? He said, desperately embarrassed. He said, I told my friend, we will not tell anybody about this. That was 1975. But he said, I cannot hold this in any longer. And he tells the London Telegraph, everybody must know that the Holy Ghost is real and speaking in tongues is real. In the last days, saith God, oh yes, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, not religion, 
not culture, not governments. Nothing has stopped the outpouring of God's Spirit on this earth. If somebody's hungry for God, amen, and they desire this born-again experience, it doesn't matter what religion they're a part of or what version of Bible they brought to church with them. God promised in the Old Testament book of Joel, I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. Praise God. Did you know that every two seconds, somebody in this world will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the first time speaking in other tongues? There's another one. 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 18 million people this year will speak in tongues for the very first time as God keeps His promise to this church and this earth. I think if He's filled you with the Holy Ghost, you ought to clap your hands. We will never be in a more perfect time to be part of Pentecost than right now. Right now. God is setting up His church to receive the greatest harvest that is no longer ripening on the vine, but it's literally falling to the ground around us. We don't have to stretch anymore. We don't have to reach far anymore to find the fruit of what God has promised the church. It is falling at our feet. All we've got to do is pick it up. Praise God. This is the best time to live for God. This is the best time to teach a Bible study. This is the best time to witness to your family and to your neighbors and to your co-workers and to your schoolmates. This is your time, brothers and sisters. Our world is having a Pentecost. Somebody shout, what next? Your pastors have been positioning you for 25 years. And oh, what a glorious congregation is assembled in this room today. And what God can do with you in Salem, you're not just here by happenstance. Amen. God foreknew that you would sit here today hearing this message and being led by these pastors after 25 years because he has something glorious planned for Salem, Illinois. Praise God. I've got a word for the apostolic church of Salem. Get ready. Look at your neighbor and tell him, get ready. You're about to see unsaved family walk down the aisles of your services. They're going to repent of their sins. They're going to lift their eyes and their hands toward heaven. And God is going to fill them with the Spirit, baptize Him with His presence, and they're going to speak in that heavenly language. Somebody, God's trying to tell you this is what's next. This is what's on His agenda. This is what's coming to you. This is what He has planned for this wonderful church. 
Praise God. Somebody say, I receive it. Backsliders are going to come back home by the dozens to repent of their sins. And their hearts are going to burn for God once again. And they're going to be used in the kingdom of God. And they're going to do exploits with the people of God. I need to say something to our teenagers, our young people. High schools are going to be shaken as you Holy Ghost students begin to share your faith. It's time. God's ready to use you. God's ready to stir the souls of your friends. Students that walk down the halls next to you. You may not even know them, but God's been dealing with them. He's going to save souls in your school. Hallelujah. You want to know what next? Your pastor's been preaching it. I know he has great vision. But I've just come to reiterate and echo what he's been preaching to you. I want you to know football teams are going to line up to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. People who have never shown interest are going to call you. They're going to walk into your office. Can I talk to you for just a moment? They're going to knock on your door in the neighborhood. We haven't known each other for very long. Or I've never shared sugar from house to house. But I've got to know what is it about you that's different. Where do you go to church? Salem is about to see the greatest outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Somebody, God's trying to get you to believe that. He's trying to stir your soul. He's trying to stir your faith to believe that what He promised. Hallelujah. Today I'm into quoting liberal newspapers. Let me quote another one from the New York Times. Listen to this. There was an article by T.M. Luhrmann entitled, Why We Talk in Tongues. There's such an outpouring of the Holy Ghost going on in regions of Africa that they sent Luhrmann over to Africa to check out what all this is about. And when she arrived, she said, and I quote, It struck me how much people spoke in tongues, a language only God knows. But listen to this. Then Lurman changes her focus to the United States. She says, and she quotes the Pew Research Center. The PEW is not the Church Pew Research Center. This is a, a secular research center that researches many different things, not just churches. But she quotes, the Pew Research Center found that 18% of Americans... Speak in tongues at least twice a year. I want you to let that sink in for just a moment. In a country that we thought we just have it. In a place that the devil tries to tell us that we're small and insignificant and, and you're outnumbered. He didn't know that technology would bring into our day the capability of seeing what God really is doing on a grand scale. 
I know our nation is rocking and reeling with inward unrest. And I know that there's never been a darker hour amongst our nation. But that's exactly what God said would be happening. When the last days He said I would pour out my spirit. Amen. Did you see that? The New York Times is telling us that one-fifth of our country has experienced speaking in other tongues as the Holy Ghost gives the utterance. Since the New York Times quoted the respected Pew Research Center, I took my liberty to go to their, their website and find out a little bit more about what they are saying about the religious outbreak of Pentecostalism. Listen to this. In addition to 18% of all Americans having experienced speaking in tongues, they've done studies on, that opens our eyes to what's happening worldwide. They report that there's such an outpouring in the country of Brazil that 34% of all Brazilians somewhere, someplace at some time have lifted their faith to God Somebody told them about the infilling of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. And 34% of them have received this beautiful born again experience. They report that 40% of the population of Guatemala, nearly half of the Guatemalans have received the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. They report that 40% of the Philippines and the Filipinos have experienced speaking in other tongues in Latin America, in Africa, and Asia. 67% of the entirety of the population has spoken in that heavenly language. My God's promises are coming to pass as we are here in this room right now. He said my spirit in the last days would be poured out in unprecedented measure. Brother Weber, why aren't you telling us more stories about pastor? Why aren't you telling us more, ref reflecting a little bit more over the last 25 years? We have had a beautiful time of that. But God doesn't want you to keep looking back. There's a time where you need to start looking forward and say thank God for what He's done. We couldn't get there without that. Thank God for that. But now we've seen something in the Holy Ghost. There is a promise given to this church that in the last days God is going to stir this city and you're going to be a part of what God does in this last hour. Ah. Praise God. I, I close with this. I close with this. I, I really do believe that if you have not had the experience in this room right now, you have never spoken in tongues. It's not just about the tongues, but it's the sign. It's the evidence. Amen. Uh, I, I've got a money in the bank, not much. Uh, you don't see any evidence of that. But if I pulled out my report or my 
Uh, I don't even keep it. Karen keeps it. That's why I don't know what it's called. My what? My statement. If I pulled out a statement she, that I could never see, I never see that. I just trust Karen. But if I pulled out my statement, then I show you the evidence. And you will believe me. Let me tell you, if you haven't had evidence, you've been to a million places, and you go, that's a nice preacher. And that was a pretty sermon. And they sing real well. And the people sure smile at me, were kind, but I don't have any evidence of being changed in my life. I don't have any evidence that when I shook the pastor's hand and I came down there and prayed the, the sinner's prayer, that it changed for me. I don't feel any different other than making a, a commitment verbally to what I believe. Let me tell you what the evidence that is missing that you need in this room. You need a baptism of fire. You need a baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need to pray and repent of your sins and then God said, I'll fill you with my spirit and you'll leave that place, amen, knowing that I have been with you and you have been with me and I leave to go with you for I will never leave you or forsake you. When God fills you with His Spirit, you will have the evidence of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. You can get the Holy Ghost this morning. I know we're celebrating 25 years, but nothing would seal this deal, amen, better than somebody lifting their hands and saying, God, I need you. God, I want you. God, I want the baptism of the Spirit of my life. Just a short time ago, a non-denomination pastor across town called me and he asked to meet with me. He did not believe as we believe. He did not believe that there is but one God. He did not believe in the baptism that we baptize by. He did not believe the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Evidence by speaking in other tongues was a necessity. Amen. So I said, sure, I'd love to meet with you. He, we set up a time. He came to my office and he said, Brother Weber, he said, listen, I need to tell you something. He said, God has been moving on me in the middle of the night. He wakes me up and starts speaking to me about your apostolic doctrine. I've never testified to him. We've never spoken on theology or biblical topics before. And he says, God's been moving on me. He told me I haven't been able to sleep. He says, I've got to get something done. I can't sleep at night. I wake up at night. And he said, I, I just started praying and asking God what's he want. Does he want me to pray for somebody? Until finally I got the message. He started moving on me about this apostolic doctrine of yours. And so he said, I got on the internet and I found your general superintendent, David Bernard. And I started watching your general superintendent's debates on the oneness of the Godhead. And he says, I've been studying on the Holy Ghost infilling and baptism in Jesus' name and speaking in tongues. And he sat in my office and I quote, he said, I see it, Pastor Weber, and I want to be an apostolic preacher. I see it, and I want to be an apostolic preacher. And I laid my hands on him. I come out from behind my desk and laid my hands on this pastor from across town. And God filled him with the Holy Ghost. He began to speak in other tongues. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what's next. 
God's going to use you mightily. God's going to break through this city's barriers and you're going to be right at the forefront. Your families are coming in. Your children are coming in. Your co-workers are coming in. This building isn't going to be big enough to house what God wants to do in Salem, Illinois. And along with the infilling of the Holy Ghost, floods the miraculous. Miracles are going to begin to take place even greater than you've ever witnessed. The Spirit is going to be moving in ways that you have never heard of or seen before. He told His disciples greater things than these shall ye do. If you will just trust Me to go away, if you get this Holy Spirit working in your life, there's going to be something happening in your life that's unprecedented in time in this city. I hear John writing in the Revelation right now. I hear him saying, Hear what the Spirit does say to the church. Hear what the Spirit does say to the church. I believe right now somebody would just cry out to Him. I believe if somebody would break through, amen, and began to get a hold of the presence of God, there's not a sinner that could remain unforgiven in this room. There's not anybody in this house who's cold in their spirit that the fire of God's presence wouldn't fill them and rekindle the fire in their soul. <sighs> Come on, would you lift your voice? Why don't you stand and lift your voice? Lift your, I'm not worried about your hands, but if you'll lift your voice, wouldn't it be a seal of approval? Wouldn't it be a sign for this church if we moved into the next 25 years with a baptism fresh from the holy altars of God? If you need the Holy Ghost, if you want to rekindle the flame in your soul, if you need a renewing, if you need a revival, if you need a replenishing,